You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Back on The Pipeline Show, it is the uh, final 2019 draft spotlight segment of this season. The NHL draft on Friday. You've heard a couple of goaltenders already on this week's episode, and we're ending it with another goaltender as well. Last guy we're chatting with uh, before the NHL draft. His name is Henry Wilder. Uh, Henry, welcome to The Pipeline Show. How are you? Hi, Guy. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, hanging out here in Massachusetts, getting ready for the weekend. So pretty excited about it. Haven't thought about it too much, but a lot of promise there and, uh, looking forward to it. So, well, I appreciate you making the time for me, uh, today. And, uh, what's, what's the, uh, the last month or so been like for you? When did you, when did your team at Hotchkiss uh, and when did you finally, uh, hang up the skates for this summer? Yeah. So we actually finished our season in February, uh, late wow. February, but. Um, since we're playing prep school and, uh, it, we go by season. So we start November, it goes to February. And, um, from September to November, we play split season hockey around here. So we play for club teams. So my team, uh, is made up of a bunch of other prep school kids and, uh, we made it to USA Hockey National. So, uh, my season's extended by about two months because of that. And we play, we are in Grand Rapids for the first week of April. Uh, competing so that that's pretty much when the season came to an end and and now we're just kind of in the gym and doing some goalie training getting ready for the rest of the summer and next season so nice well sounds like it's been a busy year for you then that's good though how the how in your estimation how'd the year go for you i went well our our record was 11 11 too we uh unfortunately we dropped the last five games uh in overtime i think so that was a little unfortunate because if we just Pulled away with one or two of those, we would have been in a playoff spot. So uh, that was difficult. But in terms of what this team this season has done for the school, I think it's uh, we made big strides for the school. The school's been uh, hockey as of late hasn't been the strongest um, as it's been in the past. But um, it seems like our group, our senior class, and the groups that we have that are rising up. Um, Seem to be bringing the program in the right direction, which is which is important, and uh, it's been cool to be a part of. So I think, in that sense, it was a success, and uh, we're really looking forward to next year. Well, and it sounds like you're going. You've already decided you're going back to play at Hotchkiss again next year. I know you had an, at least one other option to go play in the USHL. I think it was Des Moines that's drafted you. It's not a not a consideration for you. Uh, definitely consideration. Um, my my mom went to Hotchkiss and uh my sister also went there with some family connections and I'm kind of big on I I want to finish what I started there but I uh I just got back from Des Moines actually Monday morning pretty early three in the morning in Boston so um their main camp was a great time I met some some great kids out there it's great competition uh transition game out there is really fast and it was really important for me to uh experience what Des Moines was like and I I actually haven't talked to them yet but um, you know, I'm hoping I can be on the affiliate list there and take a couple of trips out there during the prep season to practice and maybe get a game in or two. So, um, that's the plan there. And, uh, yeah, as of now, going back to Hotchkiss to finish out. So, yeah, when you were describing the season at Hotchkiss being from November to February, that seems like it would give you the opportunity to play a little bit in the USHL before and after, uh, the, the Hotchkiss season. Is that, do I understand that correctly? Yes. Yeah, so- that's exactly correct. Uh, I think that's something I have to talk to uh, their coaching staff and uh, obviously their management with. And um, I haven't 
talk to them about that yet, but that's kind of my hopes and goals for that. Um, it's a great organization. It's super historic out there. I'd never been out to the Midwest. So uh, I think it was really good for me to experience that part of the country and also experience that hockey. But it's it's definitely something that I want to do before and after the season because it's comparable to college hockey. And if BC says I'm going right in there, I think um, it's important for me to uh, experience the high-level hockey before I get there. And not that prep school is in high level, but yep. uh, USHL is fast. And I think a lot of people understand the pull to the USHL and how – it's the best junior league in the United States, so um, it's important for me to experience those things. Yep, no, that makes sense. It's definitely a step up from uh, from playing uh, prep school. It would be a nice uh, stepping stone before you get to to college. You also have another option. I should ask you about the the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. The Drummondville Voltageur uh, drafted you in uh, 2017. Obviously, you chose not to go that direction. Uh, was it ever a consideration for you, though? We thought about it a little bit, not not seriously. I I really wanted to go up to their camp just to check it out, and I never got up there, which is unfortunate. And uh, I actually talked to their goalie coach a little bit this spring about going up there a little bit, and I still haven't made it up. But um, they had uh, Olivier Rodrigue, the uh, I think he's second round pick of the Oilers up there. So I knew if, if I really wanted to go up there, I wouldn't get a ton of games. And uh, he's a great goalie, and I I one of the polls was to you know experience uh him being a net and and learn from him and uh but really i i really want to play college hockey and stay in the states and um so that was there was some consideration but not nothing too serious okay uh, well we'll talk about your college uh, of choice in a little bit henry wilder is my guest i played hockey this past season for hotchkiss and we'll be there again uh, next year, uh, Netminder with, uh, with Hotchkiss. And Henry, what like, what we like to do in this part of the show is let my audience kind of get to know somebody that's draft eligible like you are. And not everybody that's hearing this will, uh, well, as you said, might not know Hotchkiss at all, let alone who Henry Wilder is. So let's get a bit of background and get to know you a little bit more. Uh, where are you from? So I grew up in Needham, Massachusetts. It's about, uh, 10 miles west of Boston. Um, grew up playing youth hockey for the junior eagles for eight years that was up until my u14 year um i went to saint sebastian school some people may have heard of that school it's a uh, all boys catholic school and in my town actually a pretty good prep school hockey sent some pretty good guys to the nhl like uh brian boyle rick dipietro went there too noah hannafin as of late and um i went there for my seventh and eighth grade years i repeated my seventh grade year there actually and then uh i decided i wanted a boarding school experience. So, uh, we looked to the Founders League, which is mostly Connecticut based teams. And, uh, my mom was, uh, Hotchkiss, which is, uh, it's in the Northwest corner of Connecticut. So, uh, we're actually cross town rivals with Salisbury school who sent some great kids to, uh, NHL too. And, um, that was kind of my choice. Uh, I, I applied to Hotchkiss and a couple other schools and, I got into Hotchkiss and that was kind of it. And, uh, I enrolled there my ninth grade year. Ninth grade year was a little bit tough. Uh, I didn't play too much. We had four goalies on the team, but, um, I, I did play split season then with Yale U18. So, uh, we played that from September to November and, uh, we qualified for USA Hockey Nationals and, um, we took a trip out to Arizona in April and, uh, we won it there, which was really fun. We won U15. So. Mm. Um, that was the first year U15 was a thing in the, in the States. And then, um, 
the next year, my sophomore year, we kind of cleared house on the goalie side. So it was just me. Wow. Um, so I got, I got to play all 25 games, which is great. And uh, I also played split season. We didn't get to go to nationals, unfortunately, but I got to see a ton of action. I saw, I think I saw top five most shots in the league in all the prep school, which is, I saw upwards of, I think it was 800 shots in 25 games. So I got pretty shelled that year, but it was great for my development and, uh, yeah. I wouldn't want it any other way. And then this past season, kind of a whirlwind. I would have never thought uh, in January I would have been on Central Scouting. I had no clue. Um, I was just kind of looking to play, looking for a spot to play college hockey. But obviously now we're at this point. Um, yeah, it was a great year. I played, I got like 20 games this year. We we brought in a new kid, a sophomore, Cam Smith from Connecticut too. So he, he logged some minutes. Um, good to give me a rest. I uh, really enjoyed this year. I think we had a we had a really tight knit group, and um, as a senior next year, I'm just trying to continue that and uh, have a great year and kind of put Hotchkiss back on the map again, make it intriguing for kids. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward now. Henry, uh, take me back to when you were a kid and and uh, when you first started playing in net. How old were you? Ah, uh, well. Um, so I actually started playing at St. Sebastian's uh, as a kid. We did, That's where the town does their in-house league, okay. which is like cross ice. They split, split it into three zones, and uh, we'd rotate the goalie. So um, I think a couple weeks, I just got the goalie pads. I, I was assigned to be goalie, and that's how it really started. It's probably around, probably started around skating around four and then playing goalie around six or seven, and uh, I never really found my way out of the net after that. And, um, yeah, it's been a great experience ever since. I love it. I love being kind of back there, the, the last line of defense. And um, it's a lot of fun when you can bail your teammates out or make a big save to uh, save the game. So Yeah, you get to play a team sport, but you're the only goalie. So you kind of get to be an individual uh, on a team. Uh, and that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting, I think. What you see most from a young age to, you know, my age now is the mental strength and, um, you gotta learn how to, it's, it is you against yourself in there a little bit, even though you got teammates in front of you. It's, it's about when the puck goes in the net, forgetting about it or, uh, just letting things roll off your back. Don't, don't get too caught up in the antics of the game and stay composed. I, I watch guys like, uh, Carrie Price and, um, Vasilevsky and those guys always seem that, Nothing, nothing phases them throughout the game. And, uh, I think if you're a little bit, uh, show no, emo- not no emotion, but, uh, if you're pretty even headed, I think, um, it's good for your teammates. Nothing, don't be too high and don't be too low and, uh, let your teammates feed off that. So uh, that makes sense. Uh, Henry, what number do you wear? I wear number 31 after Carrie Price. Yeah. He's a little mentor of mine. Watch a lot of YouTube videos on him, but. Um, I'd say if I, if you're asking for a player comparison, I think, uh, play a little bit more like Braden Holpe. Um, he's a really composed goalie, but he's pretty athletic too. He, he'll do anything to make a save. And I think Price is like that too, but he, he kind of stays within his limits and, and hope he's not afraid to kind of go out on a limb and make a big save. So. Well, two pretty good goaltenders to uh, to look up to for sure. Uh, you don't usually hear a guy from Massachusetts uh, cheering for a Montreal Canadian, though. I'm actually a Leafs fan, which is crazy. Uh, that is crazy. What the heck? 
I know. I, I, there's something about when I was a, probably age of 10, I, I saw, I don't know if it was, the least I've been in the playoffs that much. So it's kind of hard to say, but, um, it's just the hockey culture up there. It's pretty incredible. Like they adore the Leafs and, and it's like a religion up there. And I, I just, and same thing here in Massachusetts. I'd say like people, I mean, we just had game seven and I was in town and like mm-hmm. you couldn't go 10 feet without seeing a Bruins logo. But I think there's something about the hockey culture in Toronto that's just, it's a different monster than it is down here. And I, and I always love that. And, uh, my dad went to University of New Hampshire and, uh, James Van Riemsdyk was on the team for a long time. And, uh, I looked up just one of my favorite players, big guy staying in front of the net, kind of buried rebounds, got some skill too. So I loved watching him. And then, uh, I was a big Jonathan Bernier fan when he was there and I still am. I like to watch him. He's about my size too. So he's, uh, someone I can look at and, uh, you know, analyze what he does in the net. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my pull to the Leafs, but I, I do get a lot of flack for it down here, Boston. So uh, I've been dealing with that for a number of years. <laughs> Henry, uh, I know goalies, uh, a lot of goalies get to customize their mask and, and put something meaningful on, on there. Uh, anything like that for you with your mask? What's it look like? Pretty simple, actually. I, uh, I took the laces from the bottom of Carey Price's helmets. Uh, I always love that look. And um, I got the two H's on the side for Hotchkiss. I actually opted for the blue cage too. I, I feel like I couldn't see as the puck as well through the white cage. And there's something about the, I, I would think you'd think that the contrast from white to dark, uh, you know, black puck, white cage would, would be better, but it's actually, I, I found that the blue cage does the trick for me. So, um, I love the blue cage and then I have the school seal on the top. Uh, on the back, I got a little horseshoe for good luck. I'm not a Colts fan. I do, I do <laughs> get a lot of questions about if I'm a Colts fan and there's no way. I'm a pretty avid Pats fan. I love Tom Brady. I love watching that stuff. So, um, yeah, nothing too crazy on it. Nothing too inspirational. Pretty simple, but, uh, it does the trick. I think it's, it's got a little pop to it, but it's, it's pretty low key. Henry Wilder, my guest on the Pipeline Show, he's a goaltender uh, playing in uh, at Hotchkiss, uh, but headed to Boston College. Now let's talk about that and uh, why Boston College was the right fit for you. I know Jerry York has been there since I was in diapers, uh, so getting to play for a legendary coach like that, uh, I'm sure there was an attraction with that, but why was uh, playing at BC the right fit for you? Uh, well, first of all, it's in Boston, it's close to home. Uh, I initially actually thought I wanted to go away from home and uh, you know, I, I looked at a bunch of schools and, um, this is some of them on my own time and just to see like size wise, what it, what would it be like away from home. And, uh, ultimately came to the conclusion that, you know, close to home, there's nothing like playing in the bean pot. Uh, and the coaching staff there, Mike Ayers, uh, Buckley's a great guy, and Coach York. And, um, I, there's just, it's a win-win situation for me. And, um, it's such a good spot, great academics, um, have a history of one of the big things for me was looking at the schools is who produces and who develops the goalie the best. And I think BC has a great track record of producing great goalies. And mm-hmm. obviously you got a great goalie coming in this year, Spencer Knight, this fall. Um, so I, it was just a win-win situation in the end. And I love the campus, love the, the hockey culture, the school and, uh, close to home was, was just a perk of it. And, uh, it's actually like 10 minutes away from my house, which is so lucky. So, 
I'm really looking forward to it. Earlier when you were talking about Olivier Rodrigue, uh, who he, he, playing in uh, Drummondville, and you knew you wouldn't get a whole lot of time because of of, of where he is and in his development and his age, you'd be behind Spencer Knight at, at Boston College too, likely. I think uh, that's that's fair to yeah. suggest that at this point um, it would be year two for him. So is that a, a concern for you at all about uh, playing time once you got to Boston College? I have no concern. I, I know if I go right in there from prep school, I'm going to have to develop there for the first year anyway, and that will be Spencer's second year. And I I think uh, I don't know how long he's going to stay there, but mm-hmm. if we're assuming two, then after my freshman year, I, I'll i be one of the guys there the sophomore year. I should be the guy. I mean, I, I can't go out on the limb and say that, but um, I got to work hard, and obviously I think everything's earned. Um, nothing's given, especially at a school like Boston College. They want to be good every year, so I'm um, not not too worried about it. I know he's a great goalie, and uh, he's going to have a ton of success there this year. And for for however long after there he stays, he's going to going to have a ton of success. So uh, he's someone to learn from too. Once I'm there, and I'm really looking forward to it. So NHL Central scouting uh, ranking has you at 14. That's where you were in the midterm ranking as well, and you. you... I mentioned earlier you're a bit surprised by that. Uh, they list you at six foot and 165 pounds. Now I'm looking at uh, a website, Elite Prospects, and they've got you at six foot one, and 181 pounds. So what are you actually at right now? Uh, definitely not 180. I, I'm probably 170 on the dot. Okay. Um, yeah, around six foot, six one. It, it kind of depends on the roster roster height. It's, I'd say I'm right in that ballpark <laughs> too. I don't I don't know exactly. You know, you go to all these like camps or combines and they and they give you different heights so I, I don't even know what to believe anymore but um yeah somewhere around there and uh yeah it's central scouting I it was a little bit of a surprise to me obviously like I didn't play a ton my freshman year and um I think I it was it was a big it was a little bit of a setback for me mentally just because I came from playing 80 games with the junior eagles my u14 year not I didn't play every single game but you know, being a part of 80 games that, you know, playing some JV games, pra- only practicing varsity is, is a little bit of a reality check, but I think it was probably the best thing that happened to me and at the end of the day because it taught me to work harder and, um, earn if, earn something if I wanted it. And, uh, yeah, I just would have never thought about the central scouting, but obviously, uh, you know, they like my game and, uh, there's some teams out there that like my game too, so I'm I'm lucky and I'm fortunate to you know have that perk. Now, did you get to go to the combine or no? I did not go to the combine. Okay. No. Now that doesn't mean that you uh, haven't had calls and and had chats with NHL teams. Have there been some some conversations along the way this year and and since the you know right before the draft here? Yeah, there's been some conversations. I I personally haven't talked to anybody, but my advisor has. Um, right. Talked with a couple teams, so. Uh, no interviews or anything like that, but the the game plan for Saturday is just to uh, you know watch kind of, not super closely. I mean, I don't want to be glued to the TV because you know if, if it doesn't work out, then uh, it's just kind of wasting my time sitting there the whole day. But um, you know, watch closely and you know hope for the best. But if it doesn't happen, just keep working hard and. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the day. There's a lot of hockey left in my in my time, so um, not super worried about it. It's, it it would be great if it happened, and if it doesn't happen, it's kind of like a so what. Just keep keep working, keep moving on, and yeah, 
I'm excited for it. Well, that's the right attitude to have. Uh, listen, Henry, I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, we've went a long time, way longer than uh, a lot of guys your age are comfortable talking. Uh, so that's obviously not something you're shy about. Uh, certainly wish you the best of luck. Whatever happens this coming weekend with the draft. And if you get drafted, great. If you don't, you got the right attitude moving forward for sure. And I'm sure once you get to Boston College, we'll, uh, we'll be chatting again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done a lot of interviews this year? I've done zero. Never done an interview. This is my first interview in my entire life, but I, I just, I, my parents always had me talking to adults as a kid, and I think expressing myself has never been something I've really had trouble with. So, yeah, it's, it was great. I love kind of talking about that stuff and uh, not reminiscing, but or yes, reminiscing in a sense, but looking back on what I've achieved and you know where I've come from, it's it's something cool to think about too. So. Well, that's great. I'm glad that uh, your first interview was uh, on the Pipeline Show. That's great. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Henry Wilder, his first ever uh, interview that he's ever done happens to be uh, here on the Pipeline Show. And that's uh, his first interview. And it's our last one of the 2019 Draft Spotlight uh, season as the NHL Draft goes tomorrow. Again, reminder, if you are in the Edmonton area or you want to tune into uh, the draft coverage for TSN 1260, you can do that, tsn1260.ca. Uh, myself, Andrew Peard, and uh, Alan Mitchell, also known as Low Tide, we will have your draft coverage starting at 7 o'clock uh, Edmonton time, and uh, we'll take you right through until, I believe it's at 10 p.m. We're scheduled to go to tomorrow night. Next week on the Pipeline Show, we will uh, obviously reflect on what happened at the NHL draft, and uh, we'll get into some of the uh, the off-season stuff that we like to talk about here on the show. And to be quite honest, don't really know exactly what those are going to be just yet, uh, but uh, some time to think of uh, between now and then. Uh, reminder, everybody that signed up to be a patron at patreon.com slash the Pipeline Show, if you find some value in what the Pipeline Show is all about and you appreciate all the interviews and stuff like that, and you uh, want to consider uh, supporting the show, just a couple of bucks a month is all it takes. You'll have early access uh, to all of these interviews. These interviews were done uh, Tuesday-ish. In fact, all three of them were done on Tuesday. So they've been available uh, to uh, patrons for three days already. Uh, if you want to be a patron, you can do that. Patreon.com slash The Pipeline Show. Really appreciate everyone who has uh, done that already and encourage you to uh, give it a look. See if it's a fit for you. And a... Uh, Update on the poll question. Uh, would, if you were an NHL GM, would you be comfortable using a first-round pick on a goaltender? Fitting, since all three guests today were goaltenders, although I don't expect any of them to be first-rounders. Uh, but again, the uh, the results of the poll, 62% say no, they would not take a goaltender in the first round. We'll see. We're about uh, 24 hours away or less, depending on when you're hearing this. Uh, of the 2019 NHL Draft, will Spencer Knight go in the first round? Could Mads Sogard also go in the first round? Only time will tell, and we don't have long to wait. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you'll join me throughout the summer and into next year as well. Until next week, my name is Keith Flaming. See ya! <laughs>